Welcome to MLB Extras, the A's edition. I'm Allison Footer, and I'm here with Jane Lee, who covers the athletics, of course, every single day. And Jane, uh, I, you know, there's just nothing but feel-good news coming out of the Oakland A's front office at this point, which is very cool. Um, they had a an amazing season, um, and they have now made sure that the people in charge of that amazing season are going to stay with the team. So um, extensions for everybody. Just tell us uh, just a little bit about uh, that whole process and, and you know what that means for the team moving forward. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like a year ago we were, it was just all doom and gloom, right? Um, right. Dissecting injury after injury and lately um, a lot of good stuff, which is good. Um, yeah. I think this is, you know, a team that's kind of eyeing sustained success at this point. And, you know, I think for that to happen, you want continuity and that definitely starts at the top. And I think, you know, you look at what these guys have done, um, obviously haven't advanced um, very far in the postseason in the times that they've reached it. But the fact that they've, you know, been in there so many times under the leadership um, of of these guys, you know, starting with Billy Bean and of course um, his right-hand man, David Forrest, um, you know, I think, you know, speaks to their work and these are guys that, you know, they want to stick around because I mean, like all of their contracts were up after next year. And, you know, that's kind of a, a an awkward situation if you leave them hanging, um, you know, going into the final year of the contract and, you know, because, you know, when building a team, you know, you're not only looking at the next year you're looking at years to come and right now they have this core group that they feel like they can have that sustained success with um and you know obviously Bob Melvin's an important part of that so for him um you know knowing that he'll be around for you know at least another three years now um I think is significant because I know the guys in there respect the heck out of him um he's done a tremendous job obviously at the home and um, you know, the guys above him, you know, same thing. So I think, you know, there's just a, a little more um, calm and assurance um, from a player standpoint, too, knowing that, you know, there's that continuity um, above you. And something important for A's fans is that it appears that a lot of the players that they were rooting for this past season, they're going to be able to continue rooting for, which is not always a given when it comes to the Oakland Athletics. So it's kind of fun to see that too. And and I know David Force was just on a radio interview on uh, Sirius XM recently, and he said that he, he just kind of dropped this little bomb, uh, that he'd like to keep Chris Davis beyond 2019, which I think is um, in the best interest of everybody, correct? For sure. I mean, this is this is a significant piece um, of this team. And I mean, they've said it before that, you know, they would obviously love to keep him around. Um, I don't think there's <laughs> there's more of an impact bat um, than his in that lineup. Um, but, you know, wanting to keep a player around and being able to are two very different things. And um, in the past, obviously, the A's have struggled in this arena. You know, they haven't been able to keep guys around. Um, they haven't been able to retain players. Um, and, you know, you look at Chris Davis going into his final year of arbitration eligibility, I and mean, he's going to be owed north of, I think it's $18 million that's projected, which the A's don't, you know, hand out $18 million to players. So it's going to be very interesting if they can kind of hammer something out, um, you know, before he goes to arbitration, maybe get that number down, give him a multi-year deal, um, you know, maybe some more, um, in the 12 to, to 14, maybe 12 to 15 annual range as opposed to that 18 because he's only going to get more expensive. So it's better that they figure something out now if they feel 
confident that they can get something done. Um, otherwise, I think the more that, you know, time passes, the less likely it will happen. Um, and, you know, obviously his value is extremely high right now. Um, no other player has hit more home runs since him since the start of 2016. Um, just a major cog in that lineup. So I think for them, um, you know, somehow, some way to get something done would it would obviously be in their best interest. And I think, you know, you look at what's happening and starting with, um, you know, extending the contracts for Bean and, and Forrest and Melvin. Um, you know, I think that there is this, this eye and this focus on, you know, not just the present, but the future and, you know, pinpointing the guys that you want around um, for not just next year, but several years to come is really important right now. Um, and so I think that starts with him. And then, you know, maybe you look to some of the younger guys too, guys like Matt Olson and Matt Chapman and seeing what you can do to, you know, extend them and, and make sure that they're around, you know, for, for a long time as well. Yeah. I mean, with somebody like Chris Davis, I guess they feel pretty confident that this is what they're going to continue to get as far as production. Um, it was just such a breakout season and it's not like nobody, we didn't see it coming. I mean, he's a fabulous baseball player. Um, but I think he probably exceeded a few expectations. Um, so this is a guy that you would say that the front office would be comfortable, like making like that long-term commitment to, to where he's like the franchise player. I mean, you would think so. If you look at what he's done, I mean, going, you know, the time he's been in Oakland, going from 42 home runs to 43 to 48. Um, and of course, the most remarkable stat is that he's hit 247 in four straight seasons. So, you know, you pretty much know what you're getting with him. Um, you know, he's a guy that takes care of himself. Injuries really haven't been an issue. Um, yeah, you would like the batting average, maybe the on-base percentage to be a little bit higher, but the power numbers are just ridiculous. Um, and to do what he's doing in that ballpark is, you know, pretty unique and, and very special. So, um, you know, and, you know, you look at his age, he's only 30 years old. Um, you know, I think that they, they can, they know what they're getting. Um, and I think, especially for Chris, he's kind of, he's finally acclimated that DH role, you know, for a while he was going back and forth between left and, and DH. And I think everyone, um, including Chris, has just come to accept that, you know, it's probably best to keep him out of left field and keep him in that spot. Um, and I know right now just, you know, the, the times that we're in, having that full-time DH is, is becoming, um, you know, less and less common. But um, I think, you know, if you're the A's and you can count on that one guy um, to be in there, you know, in the middle of the lineup, I mean, it, he just makes the, the entire lineup better. You know, it's not just about what he does, but what he does for the other guys in there. Um, and you know, the offense was, was a huge part of their success this year. And, you know, they, they foresee that to be the case for years to come. And he's definitely at the the forefront of that. So the team picked up the option on Fernando Rodney's contract, but which is worth $5.25 million, which is a very modest number. So that's not going to make or break the bank either way. Um, he's also 41 years old. He also had a really good season. So um, I mean, he came over to the A's in a, in a trade, and everybody kept talking about how he's 41 because that's basically what you do when somebody hits 40 years old. Um <laughs> what do you what what do we make of this uh he just seems to be getting better with age is that is that the truth 
Yeah, you know, until that release came out, I kind of forgot. He's one of those guys you almost forget, you know, how old he is. Um, but he will definitely be 42 um, when the season opens in Tokyo in March. Um, I was honestly a little a bit surprised by this one just because, um, you know, I know you mentioned like 5.25. It's, it's yeah, it's a modest number, but for the A's, um, it's a little bit steep for a reliever. Um just because, you know, like this year they they entered the season with the with baseball's lowest payroll. Um next year, you know, they they expect to be a little bit higher. Um, but five point two five for a veteran guy um who will be forty two. Um it, I was a little little surprised by that, um, just because there's a lot of guys on this team that are due for significant raises you know we mentioned Chris Davis um then there's guys like Marcus Simeon Blake Trinan who are due for substantial raises as well um so I think you know more than anything this was you know not just about Rodney but also a sign of maybe what's to come um for how you know they plan on spending I know that after their um contracts were extended earlier this week uh, I think Billy Bean mentioned you know he was meeting with John Fisher owner um in, in the coming day and and then you know of course at the end of the week we see that they picked up Rodney's options so maybe out of those meetings you know came this idea that yeah they are going to spend a little more so handy in 5.25 um million dollars to a 42 year old re- reliever um the fact that that is an option for them I think it is a positive thing and then of course you know there's the performance side of things and um you know, I think when fans think of Fernando Rodney, you think of um, maybe all the the not so great times. But I mean, you look at his numbers, and you know, overall, he had a very good season last year. He had a ton of saves for the Twins before he came over, um, and and really fits so well into that mix. Um, was willing to you know give up that that closer's role um, with Trinan in Oakland and was a huge part of just kind of bridging that gap. And, um, and I think also as well, um, you know, what he meant to some of the younger relievers, um, being a role model for them, um, just having him in the clubhouse. Um, so I think, you know, it, it really does speak to them just wanting to have him around again. And, and also, you know, you, you can't put aside his numbers. His numbers were, were very good. Yeah, when I'm looking kind of at the overall uh, construction of this roster, it's just such a Billy Bean roster, and it doesn't surprise me at all that they won 90-some games. So you've got the star player who uh, has a low batting average and <laughs> huge power numbers and a, a, you know, a big on-base percentage, and you've got this great lockdown bullpen, and then you've got the most defensively sound team probably in baseball. Uh, this is such a Billy Bean Team. So that leads me to the uh, the fact that the A's have four Gold Glove candidates and very real possibilities that they. I mean, not everybody's going to win the Gold Glove, but Matt Chapman is a lock. Uh, Matt Olson, Jed Lowry, Marcus Simeon. So that I think speaks to more than anything um, how the A's were as successful as they were because I just remember having to ask Bob Melvin some rando question when the A's were in Houston in September and going and saying to him, I'm really sorry that I have to do this on this day. Cause that was the day that they had like lost two more starting pitchers to injuries. <laughs> and, um, and I had to ask him kind of a goofy question for a future story. So, um, so, and, and really they didn't lose a step. I mean, they just kept winning and I, it's got the defense is such a huge part and uh what can you say about those four guys up for gold gloves 
Yeah, I mean, the defense was a huge, huge part. And I don't think, you know, I don't think people love talking about defense, of course, as much as they do offense and pitching. But this defense was so um, significant to this team in particular. I mean, you talked about the reasons why they were successful, um, you know, the shutdown bullpen, the offense, um, the defense, and that they really had no rotation. Um, guys that were in there relied so heavily on the defense. Um, and I, I remember down the stretch, you know, a lot of people talking about how Brett Anderson, Trevor Cahill, Edwin Jackson, how, you know, they were, they were lucky pitchers, but, and part of that maybe too, but a lot of that had to do with the defense. Um, these were guys that could rely on their defense. Um, and, you know, Chapman, um, obviously a stud at third. Matt Olson, I think, is extremely deserving of a gold glove. Um, I think I saw that no one had more more scoops than he did. I mean, he saved these guys day in and day out, um, saved, saved them from a ton of errors. Um, but the guy that um, it was really cool to see get that, nod was um Simeon just because you know it wasn't too long ago that you know this he set a record for errors made um you know he was essentially working around the clock with Ron Washington trying to shore up that defense I I I don't think anyone really thought that he was gonna you know stay at shortstop on a daily basis um let alone you know be a gold glove nominee so the fact that you know he worked to that point um says a lot and and Jed too I think you know, throughout Jed's career, um, the knock on him has been his defense, you know, his lack of range. And um, I think, you know, he's another guy that with age has gotten better. Um, and a lot of that has had to do with health. Um, I don't think he's been healthier um, than he is right now, which is saying something um, just considering his age. Um, so, you know, for him to be doing what he's doing, um, as well, um, just all the way around, it was incredible. And obviously, too, um, I know that none of them qualified for um, as a Gold Glove nominee, but the outfield too was was also tremendous. Absolutely, I think that the A's and their fans have a lot to look forward to. So, thank you, Jane. Thanks everybody for listening to MLB Extras, the A's edition. We'll talk to you next time. 